0: Hi everyone, and welcome to another broadcast of Faith Life with Pastor Earl and friends. And I trust that each day that as you share the Word of God with us and listen and grow in faith, because faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God, that truly we will become forever friends of the faith. We're talking about heaven today in Revelation, the fourth chapter. We'll be there in just a moment. But I was thinking this week, particularly today, um, my mother-in-law, it is her uh, heavenly birthday and we miss her so. But the great peace that I have in my heart of knowing where she is and who she is with That's our Lord in heaven just brings great peace to my heart. I think every week this past week, a famous uh, television star just was um, found deceased and uh, had a lot of troubles and difficulties in his life. And I so wished when I heard that I said, I just really wish I knew him. Because if I knew him, I would share with him about Jesus and how Jesus can be the hope of his life. I think without Jesus, we find our lives without any hope at all. And so we'll be talking about heaven in just a moment. Our broadcast today is being sponsored by Custom Construction with Will Shockey. He has built some incredibly beautiful homes. He can build decks, add on a room, remodel homes for you or businesses. So if you're looking for somebody trustworthy that you would like to do a project for you, perhaps they could even get it in before some of the holidays, call Will at 443 443- 791-4420 443 791-4420 And so let's just listen to a song by Phil Wickham about heaven, a hymn of heaven and then we're going to talk to you out of Revelation chapter 4 to breathe the air of heaven Where pain is
1: gone and merciful streets to look upon the one who bled to save me and walk with him for all eternity there we
0: beautiful song that's called a hymn of heaven by Phil Wickham in the book of the revelation you are listening to uh, faith life with pastor Earl and friends in the book of the revelation in chapter 1 in verse 19 there is the holy spirit's outline for the book of the revelation john is instructed write the things which thou hast seen that's chapter 1 the glorified christ the things which are that's chapters 2 and 3 the church and then he says and write the things which shall be hereafter well chapter 4 and verse 1 the same Greek phrase is used for the hereafter and after this, meta metatauta. And so chapter four and verse one begins the hereafter section. So you have those three sections. The church of the Lord Jesus Christ is not mentioned in chapters six to 19 because that is the time of the tribulation now there will be many coming to the lord jewish people will be coming to the lord gentile people will be coming to the lord during the tribulation but they must not they must not receive the mark of the beast of revelation 13 but in Revelation 4, 1, let's look at this. After this, the hereafter section. So chapters 4 and 5 is kind of, we call that an interlude. And chapter 6, the church will be raptured. And then chapter 6, the tribulation begins. The rapture of the church is kind of like the trigger that sets off the seven-year tribulation. It is not though we will, that we will not have trials and tribulations in less, this life, for we do. But the tribulation talked about in Revelation, the third chapter, remember? He told the church at Philadelphia, because you've kept the word of my faith, I will keep you from, ek, out of the hour of temptation. So let's look at chapters four. We'll try to do about four verses. After this, I looked and behold, a door was open in heaven. Now there are three heavens. There is the atmospheric heaven where the birds fly and we breathe that air. There's interstellar heaven which is beyond that with all of the galaxies and the planets and the stars. And then the third heaven, which it is talked about in the scriptures, as Paul and others would say, I was brought up to the heavens. I wasn't talking about atmospheric or interstellar heaven, but the heaven where God's throne is. And believe me, like we talked about the ocean, There may be chaos and conflict down here, but up in heaven, it is calm because God rules and reigns supremely. It says, I looked and behold, the door was open in heaven. And the first voice which I heard was as it were of a trumpet. So here we have the same voice that John heard on the Isle of Patmos in chapter one and verse 10, the pervasive, powerful voice of God. It says, talking with me, which said, come up hither, and I will show thee things which must be hereafter. So John is going to be translated by the Holy Spirit into the future, the hereafter. The church has been raptured here as chapters 2 and 3, the church age ends. And now we have the hereafter. It says, and immediately I was in the spirit, just as John was in the spirit on the Lord's day, chapter 1 and verse 10. Again, he's translated into a spirit-like trance. It says, and behold, a throne was set in heaven. We're in tremendous chaos today, in tremendous anxiety because of the condition of the countries of this world. And there are chaos in the street. There's fighting, there's war, there's combat. There's all those things because man thinks that he is in charge. But there is a throne, God's sovereign throne in heaven, where that God is still in charge and will be. The throne carries the idea of absolute dominion. And it was set in heaven, this third heaven. And one sat on the throne. When we're taught to pray in Hebrews 4, it says, come to the throne of grace. It says in verse 3, and he that sat was to look like a jasper and a sardine stone. So here, remove from your mind and your heart the images of Christ in his earthly visage And remove in your mind the image of the glorified Christ. And here we don't see him in any form of humanity. We see him, he looks like a jasper and a sardine stone. There are two stones. The first is jasper, that would be equivalent to our diamond of today. And that shows us the Lord's purity. And then it says a sardine stone. And that shows us like a ruby, the red stone. But see, God is light. And so imagine him just reflecting off of all of these beautiful colors and stones but it says he was like them. So imagine kind of a transparent figure. We also see that this has a practical implication when the high priest in Exodus 28, when the high priest would have on him the breastplate, it encompassed all of the different tribes of Israel. And the first stone represented Reuben, which was the Jasper. And the last stone represented the younger one, which was, younger son rather, which was Benjamin, and that's the Ruby. They also have an idea in their names because one meant behold a son And the other one meant son of my right hand. So I think there's an allusion here to Christ. It says, and he that sat on the throne was to look upon like a jasper and a sardine stone. And there was a rainbow round about the throne, not the multicolored rainbow, but it said it was the color of an emerald. And so imagine the light, imagine the, the jasper, imagine the sardine, the red, the clear, and the light all up there. We cannot even imagine the kind of beauty that our Lord possesses. So there was a rainbow round about the throne in sight like unto an emerald. You say, well, is this the father? Is this the son? Well, I just kind of have that idea of John fourteen nine, where Jesus said, he that had seen me had seen the father. So in my mind, it could be the image of the father or the son. You may differ with that, but that's just my opinion. In verse four, it says round about the throne. Here's the administration of heaven were four and 20 seats. Some have the idea of thrones, but there is only one in control in heaven and that is God on his throne. And upon the seats, I saw four and 20 elders sitting clothed in white raiment. White raiment depicts the righteousness of the saints. And they had on their head crowns of gold. There are two Greek words for crowns. One is diadema, and that is for the crown that our Lord wears because he is the sovereign king. And then there's another word, stephanos, and that means a crown of victory. So these 24 elders were obviously human beings that are now glorified and they had these white robes and crowns. Some feel that they refer to 12 patriarchs of the Old Testament on one side and 12 apostles on the other side. I'm not positive about that, but I think that's a pretty good interpretation in my mind. And then in the fifth verse, which we'll close today, it says, and round about the throne proceeded lightnings and thunderings, showing the power of God, the awesomeness of God. We saw this at Mount Sinai, the lightnings and thunderings and voices And there were seven lamps of fire burning before the throne. I believe this to be interpreted as the Holy Spirit, the seven spirits of God, which is one Holy Spirit with seven dimensions, Isaiah 11 and verse two. It says, which are the seven spirits of God. So I trust that you have enjoyed studying This passage of Revelation, and if you do not know Christ and want to make sure heaven will one day be your home and Christ will be ruling over your life, you need to invite him in now to be your Lord and Savior. The Bible says, confess with your mouth Jesus as Lord and believe in your heart. God has raised him from the dead and you'll be saved. Would you pray this prayer with me? Dear Lord, I realize that I am a sinner. I repent of my sin and I receive you as my Lord and Savior. Also, if you're a believer and you lost a loved one or maybe you're even in the process of dying right now, look forward to our heavenly home where there's no pain, no heartache, No more suffering. It will be a glorious place. And when we enter a glorious day, this is Pastor Earl for the broadcast Faith Life with Pastor Earl and Friends. If you would like to reach out to me, you can um, email me at charisman, C-H-A-R-I-S, MAN1234 at Gmail or text me at 386-795-8494. And I want you to know that God loves you and I love you as well.